This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. guys welcome to masters of the Boston cinematic universe um i got a joke for you all right hit me um what do you call a movie that i was forced to watch and uh make fun of is that really how you feel not this one. Oh, okay <laughs> I'm, i mean i'm going to but I, I wanted to make the joke not funny because that's kind of the theme of this <laughs> Well, you know, I was I was honestly a little nervous because this, you know, usually I hear something in the chat if it's a movie no you haven't seen or Doug said, you know, this is a piece of shit or blah blah blah. There was no it was radio silence, he, man. He tore the shit out of it last night. I, I talked to him. I'm surprised. I fell asleep halfway through it. Okay, <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll get there. I, I did it. I I will get there. I don't I don't know if I think it's like I don't really think it's that bad. I just it's, it's yeah. We'll we'll talk more about this. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, we did just surprise me. I think that was fun. Uh, we had all four yeah. guys there too for once. No way. Yes. Yeah. For one episode we did. We had all four. Yeah. Oh shit. I know. Uh, also, we got Doug into some uh, hip hop, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Nice. Well, we got him to add it to his playlist. I don't know if he's actually. Listening. I added a whole shit ton to my playlist. I haven't listened to it yet because yeah. today was not a listening day. But but um, I will tell you this, Doug. This morning, um, I did listen to "Float Again" by Aesop Rock because uh, I, I figured okay. if I was going to tell you to listen to, it, I better listen to it again. Also, and fuck, it's still so good. Okay. If you like I'll the theme you. song to Succession, you'll love Aesop Rock. <laughs> I'll let you know. So what's yeah, the, I, uh, heard, oh, yeah, I heard you on the last episode of Just Surprise Me talking about that. Yeah. And then and then proceeding to play the Succession song over everybody talking for a song. <laughs> well, that's because no one, no, 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 wait. I was playing the song and no one would shut the fuck up. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. I could have just went through later and edited it to mute them, but, or even like, <laughs> Just time shift it to where like they didn't miss anything, but that's not how I do things. I, <laughs> I know, I know, we know. <laughs> yeah, does that busting make you feel good? Sometimes. Wait, so who was that? What was? What's going on here? That's uh, a Fallout Boy song. Voice. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! Wait, wait. One. I'm detecting a presence <laughs> on the show. <laughs> we got a special guest today, man. Oh my gosh, I'm not shadow banned anymore. Who? No, nope. no, no, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show, Mr. Tony DeGraw. How you doing, Tony? Hey, man. Lovely voice you have. It's the first time I actually get to hear it live. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, wow. Yes. Band. All right. So hear- right right now, you guys got to yes. play Rochambeau for Paramount Plus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, actually haven't, I haven't been on there in a minute, so I, I'm not sure what's going on. I, I feel the loss of that connection that me and Tony shared when I get on the profile and Kind of get to see what, hey, what are you watching, man? There's a lot of yeah. cartoons, but that's all right. Someone yeah. watches mine. Kids. I don't know who's watching mine, but it's like, I'm like, stop fucking with my algorithm. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, I really enjoyed the Halo series. And I'm oh, waiting okay. on. Oh, I if, did too. 
if the what the writers strike goes away yes. it might finally start that back up but no yeah. exactly i'm looking yeah. forward to it what? i really enjoyed that show i, I know Which, it's a writer strike but all i ever see is actors like with the fucking signs well, no the actors are on strike now too yeah. okay. I was like, all the pictures the i see are the actors i'm guessing like nobody like knows who the writers are so yeah. they, they put pictures of them on facebook like who the fuck's that no that's fran dresher solidarity yeah. yeah i figure it's the least they can do I saw that the Rock just donated seven figures to uh, SAG. Yeah, which... a bunch of a bunch of actors did. Ah, uh, don't make he, he don't just, make me do Team America. He just did pump his name up. He's a dick. Don't don't make me do Team America <laughs> and their Rock version of the SAG. Dick. They call What's it that? the in Team America World Police. They call it the Film Actors Guild instead of the Screen Actors Guild. Yes. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I could have gone uh -huh. my whole life without knowing that. Uh. So Tony, yeah. what's what's oh, new with you, yeah. man? Oh man! Besides uh, getting some new Ghostbuster toys, actually got a new uh, guitar pedal that's actually Ghostbusters themed, and it's full of ghost as far as effects. So that's why I'm making it punny. But uh, honestly, it does about anything under the sun. And uh, a lot of the add-ons, all I had to do was like plug in one of the chip modules, and I'll have about any type of effects as long as I could store like 32 effects on one chip. Oh so, damn! Uh, oh, yeah. Does it do a really bad siren? <laughs> it, it can with some pitch pitch shifts. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's more of a British ambulance, Joe. I'm, I'm going to take you to yeah. task yeah. on that one. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. It should be more. Like. But yeah, uh, it's fun to play. But uh, it's part of my rig now, and it used to be an Ecto one, uh, a one twenty four scale. And oh, model. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we had to uh, kind of trim it down so I could put it on my little mini board that I have now. But it's fun. So that's the newest oh, thing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. You know, Tony is the perfect person to have on today's episode. Just, you know, based alone on his appearance right now, uh, he's, he's sitting in front of a wall full of Ghostbusters toys, memorabilia, Ghostbusters t-shirt. Uh, it's impressive, man. The only collection i've seen that's better than yours is mine yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> i know i thought you were gonna flex yours in the chat to be honest <laughs> no I, I feel like everybody's tired of my same old bullshit um but no I, I i like you collect all that old you know ghostbuster stuff and the props and all that you know um in fact our buddy travis butler i'm doing his proton pack because he needs some upgrades and stuff so i've oh, got wow. that sitting in front of me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wow is it a ha has lab it's a Haslab, man. Nice. You got to respect the Haslab because it's it's a laser scanned version of the a movie, Egon Spengler. Yeah. yeah, it's a movie replica, and you got to like go, you know, and just cream yourself for like looking at one. <laughs> but well, uh, let's not get crazy, you know. Yeah, I mean, we don't try to handle oh, like spirit you packs. Haven't done that. <laughs> the cream stays in the Twinkie, and it is Please. a big Twinkie. Yeah, that's yes. a big Twinkie. So the uh, spirit packs. You want to you want to give me a hot take on a spirit pack? They are, they're cool, and and it's an embarrassment of riches. This is I love this because it's nerd talk. Like D Doug and Joe's faces are glazing over uh -huh. right now. Yeah. Um, no, for thirty years there were none of these. Like you yes. had to get the little cheap plastic blue one. You know from Kenner. I'm Kenner. Yes. And now there's like three or four options that you can just go out and, and buy at the store. So it's pretty cool. You know, even, even though they're not quite as screen accurate, I mean, it's, it's dude, I would have fucking, I would have killed for something like that as a kid. So. Yeah. 
Dude, I want a slime tank from GB2. Yeah. So bad. And yes. that would be like the coolest, like I would say, movie replica is actually have the slime tank. Yeah. Joe, how's your slime tank, buddy? What's new with you? <laughs> oh, it's pretty full. I need to I need to kind of empty it out. They call me Slimer. <laughs> it's full. Yep. Just blowing the sour cream all over the Chipotle. Oh, you took it. <laughs> see, we took it right to the edge, and Joe saw the line, and he was like, you know what? I'd just like to step over it. That's, That's what, what I do. Um, yeah. He doubles down. My yeah. what's new, I'm still watching the um, the uh, Minovella suits. <laughs> oh, God, me too, man. I'm on season yeah. two. Uh, I want season fucking four because I'm an embarrassment. Uh, well, you, I, you started about? before me. The, 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 our lawyer show that we're watching Suits. Oh, Suits. Oh, I, li- I like the show. I'm not going to fucking lie. Yeah. yeah, I like it too. And that's the problem, Joe. It's is good. That I like it. And the more I watch it, the more I convince myself that that's fucking just alternate universe Jeff Winger. Because literally, I, I'm not going to fucking like, I went back today and just watched Jeff Winger speeches just to see the fucking resemblance. It, it, he's like, they base this character off fucking Jeff Winger. Like, even like when they they go like here's a classic Spectre speech and I'm like that's a Winger speech he fucking had a bottle of Macallan 15 which Jeff Winger has in one of the fucking episodes I swear whoever fucking makes the show watch Community and decided to do like what happened if Jeff stayed a lawyer because <laughs> yeah I can see that it's uh he even kind of looks a little bit like Joel McHale <laughs> yeah they they got a similar vibe I'm with you dude I watched the show I, it's a guilty pleasure. I find myself like far too invested in it and my fucking wife makes fun of me and I'm like, yeah, but we got to find out if Jessica's going to keep the firm. Oh, you know I was I mean? so sad when I was so sad when they fired Donna. I was like, no, oh, not Donna. Donna. <laughs> God damn it. I was like, I like Donna. She's cool. Um, but, uh, the, the other thing I did, I went back and watched uh, Shang-Chi, the, the fight scene again. And in a forest full of bamboo, the only important place in that entire thing is nothing but banyan trees. <laughs> there was like 20 banyan trees in a circle around this pond and i'm like this all checks out i'm like it makes sense <laughs> like I, I i can co-sign with this uh i also uh, decided to do lawn work today in what is known as satan's anus uh or florida um mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. fucking hot outside mm-hmm. uh did i do anything else this week anything important no nah, i don't think i did all right fair enough doug what's new with you man what's new with me um TV wise, I'm in the last season of Shameless. I did get through almost all of it now. Eleven seasons, hundred and forty episodes. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking TV, but I'm almost there, and I still don't know how I feel about it. Ten, ten and a half seasons, and I don't know how I feel about it. You still watching Sunny? Yeah. Uh, no, because I've been focused on this. Sunny's. I will dive back into Sunny as soon as I'm done with this. I got, I'm on season four of Sunny. It's great. Yes. I told you it's like one of the best shows I've ever made. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, will, oh, that's where that meme was. <laughs> I will I will get back to that. Definitely. Maybe we should do an always sunny podcast. We can definitely yeah. do better than the people who make it. <laughs> sure you you can. talking about like Rob McElhaney? <laughs> yeah. But um that in Vegas is now under 30 days or 27 days. Oh shit. In County, nice. So now it's getting real. You yeah. know, we're getting ready, getting ready, so and then uh, I will definitely not be available that week, boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we um, figured. We figured. You know. What week is that again? Uh, Labor Day week. Ah, oh, fuck. We were going to play record an episode that week. That was important. Oh, well. We were finally oh, going to well. do Friday. <laughs> that he just thought of. <laughs> yeah. You can do it. That's fine. <laughs> so, we, 
We need to talk about your uh, new profile picture on Facebook, Doug, because yes. you're, you're a handsome motherfucker. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> there's looks no great. getting away from it now. Yeah. yeah. Goddamn. Yeah, where, where did you go? Because there's like not it. even Doug anymore. Now you're just do. You're not I Doug. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you lost half I know. of you. <laughs> I know. You know, I, listen, I'm proud of myself. I am. I've said it. Um, yeah, we were up in New Hampshire at this really cool inn in Franconia, New Hampshire. And Erica snapped that picture. That uh, it you can't tell from that shirt, but that's a Jurassic Park Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, oh, I could tell. I could oh, tell. you could. You could see yeah. the eyes. You see mm-hmm. the raptor eyes. Yes. The yellow, yes. the yellow eyes mixed among the leaves. It's really cool. Did you sell the park? What's that? Did you yes, sell I the park? Su- yes, I sold the park. I'm as old as he was. <laughs> yeah, but there was there were some expenses spared. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, if I owned it, there would be. Um, but uh, yeah, so no, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, oh, and I I do have to say that on that trip, my granddaughter hugged me unsolicited for the first time. <laughs> she's remember I, I've always joked about how she yes. you want to hug grandpa? No, Mm-mm. and she hugged me twice. Yeah, Holy she calls shit. me grandpa, and it's a whole new game. So I'm right floating. Feels. I'm floating from that. Yes, definitely. So nice. yeah, that's some cool stuff. That's awesome, man. Speaking I'm very of, uh, happy for you. Jurassic Park. I just remember when me and Eric were at Universal, they had the Mr. DNA shirts and hats. I should have got one. Oh, you should have. Cool. I think I might you go should. back. It's a it's a great shirt, man. I like the trucker hat with them. I mean, know. a lot of my shirts have Mr. DNA on them, but it's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> oh, great. Well, in case you haven't guessed it, we're here to talk about a Ghostbusters movie, but it's not just ghostbusters because we did that once like two years ago right it's yeah. one of the first episodes we did i think it was early um, on yeah which speaking of which I, I would love to look and see what we scored that movie at some point in this episode yeah because i didn't cue it up yeah um but, we still need to do the girl ghostbusters no we don't do. call it that answer to call is great by the way so, hey, tony thank so, you yes so uh, it's a great comedy. It's bridesmaids with proton. I'm gonna pack. go with the go uh, the Black really? Widow Don't argument you, the, here. The, you know, you just insulted the shit out of bridesmaids because that's a fucking genius Hold on. movie. I'm gonna go. It is, and it has Chris O'Dowd from. Uh, I'm gonna IT go Crowd. with yes, with your your Black yeah. Widow argument on it. What is wrong okay. with this movie, and why shouldn't it exist? Because it was not funny. Well, Black Widow was not good. No, but you're, you're you're in the minority though. But I but opinion. I like I, I'm in the majority with the Ghostbusters. Oh, I don't think so. I think it's just you know a bunch of people want to hate on it because it's all women. <clears throat> yeah, there's okay. a lot. There's a lot of that. There is a lot of. That. Oh yeah, um, well, there was definitely someone unnecessary hate because it was an all female cast. That's just the incels. Yeah, like in the basement. Can but... you believe what they're doing with the Ghostbusters? They're all women. That's my te- was, that was my terrible Trump impersonation. The, the problem oh was God. he actually there are some videos of him saying that. By the way, they gave them ammunition because it was a shitty movie. That's well, the I, problem with it. It's not like it was a good movie. That got I thought it was an excellent movie. It was movie. a shitty movie. And I stand by my uh, my assessment that that's my favorite Ghostbusters movie. My my only oh, negative criticism to that movie it was a bit rushed to hurry up and boot out there as a reboot. I think it's fair. I think I think I'm somewhere. I can insert myself in the middle of this argument in saying that my biggest issue with that movie is that it was completely disconnected from the canon of the other Ghostbusters movies. Yes. So nothing. It, it was, it was built in a weird way. It wasn't a sequel. It was like a full on reboot. And that's just not a wise thing to do to a beloved franchise. You like know what I mean? Like, one in 14 million. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> 
Mm-mm. That's like eight three eight in Ghostbusters universe. <laughs> I think in Joe's take, it has to have a plot and a story. And the story was kind of like the mask. It was literally just hurry up, throw it together like lightning in a bottle. But it was a bit like thunder in a bottle for the plot. But for me, it was really more of a comedic experience. I thought it was funny. I thought it had a plot, a through line, and went through. But also, it had Hemsworth, and that's all it needed. That's yeah. what I was going to bring up. You have to like that movie because of Hemsworth. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. That was that was my weak link. Exactly. That he was, was the, a he was the weakest link in that movie. Uh, he was funny though. I thought uh, he was funny for being, you know, portrayed as kind of just a meathead. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not a great actor. So. Oh, you motherfucker! This podcast is over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are done. Welcome I mean, to the last. You know how hard it is to act that dumb and sexy. <laughs> he's a little one-dimensional. He's the Gal Gadot of the Marvel universe. <laughs> no, that's not true. Oh damn. Okay. Damn, dog. That's what he is. That's fired. Yeah, oh, is exactly. he the god of hammers? Yes. <laughs> he is exactly. the sweet person in the world though like his eyes just are so kind god joe <laughs> the, joe's chubby right now is just his eyes are so kind jesus <laughs> Christ. like the, when he looks at star lord he's like <laughs> star yes. looks come on you can't exactly. tell me he does he is so lovable like how can you, you not no, love that's him cg you know you know why that's cg joe because like in real life he has dead eyes like a shark's eyes no he's such yeah. a lovable guy like, like how can you not eyes. love that guy black eyes he's like so like eyes. like cute and dumb and sweet <laughs> and innocent like he's super innocent too until they roll until they bite you and they roll up white that's what, that's <laughs> he's just a hater he loses a couple pounds and thinks he could take on chris hemsworth <laughs> a couple i, I, I think yeah. he's right up to, i think he's got an argument there um <laughs> but we're not here to talk about the uh no. 2016 ghostbusters movie we're here to talk about ghostbusters afterlife which came yes. out a few years later yeah um ghostbusters afterbirths no thanks stop it don't don't you slander my i'm sure there was some kind of placenta ghost in here wow placenta ghost wow um yeah they they learned some <laughs> lessons from that 2016 movie and this movie is directed by ivan reitman's son jason reitman and you know to be fair he didn't want anything to do with ghostbusters for many years like he he was a director kind of an indie film director and you can't blame this kid because it's like being (laughs) michael jordan's kid you know what i mean like i'm gonna go play basketball for ucf you know there's a lot of pressure there it's like are you sure you want to do that man (laughs) because that's a lot of pressure because ivan Rittman also did space jam which had michael jordan so it's like having the ultimate space yeah yeah, yeah. So, so we're on a really winning streak here is what it seems like. <laughs> seems like they got the Ivan wrong man. You've been wrong, hey, watch man. it. I love <laughs> Ivan Rettman. Uh Rest in peace. But as we as we go through this movie, um, we'll talk about his directing choices and why I think he was the perfect person to make this movie. Um, we got to jump right in because it's going to be a yes. long one if we don't. So Ghostbusters Afterlife, we get a pre-title sequence. A proton blast shoots out of the top of a mine shaft at the Shandor Mining Company and into a swirling vortex of clouds under a midnight sky. Then an old pickup truck comes hauling ass out of this mine shaft down a desolate road. The driver is a bearded elderly man, obscured in darkness and shadow. But you kind of know who it is if you know who it is. Um, it's just not made official yet. He looks down at the passenger seat. He touches a ghost trap that is holding a spirit trucks being chased by some unseen force that's eventually able to sideswipe this truck and send it crash into a cornfield man stumbles out 
into a field in front of this old dilapidated farmhouse. He gets to the porch, turns around, holds up the trap, using it as bait. Um, the old man is, of course, Egon Spangler. Who? Egon Spangler, bitch. <laughs> Rest in peace. This this is um this is already kind of emotional because we lost Harold Ramis and uh if you love movies you probably love Harold Ramis he's, mm-hmm. he's just one of those uh Mount Rushmore figures of comedy um you know when you think about like shit that made you laugh growing up at least for me it's a lot of Harold Ramis it's a lot of John Candy it's it's a uh, fuck yeah. man love that dude so we miss him very much and we see him in a way that's not gross right like if you watch some of the later Star Wars movies where they like digitize Carrie Fisher or, um, you know, any of the other actors that have passed away, you get this weird, uneasy feeling of like, Ooh, they look like, a, yes, like, <laughs> like Doug, like you said, like a doll eyed video game. Character. <laughs> yep. Didn't you hey. see him in knocked up? Like that was like the last yeah. I seen him in. Yes. Yeah. 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 He played the father, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man, he was he was like, you know, he'd gotten bigger with age. He was kind of like this jolly Santa-like figure. It was yes. wonderful. Um, yeah, they they avoided that trap, so you don't you don't get like these gross HD shots of like a CGI Harold Ramis' face. It's yeah, we we're gonna dumb. save the Tupac hologram for later. All right, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, so yes, he he's got the uh, the trap in his hand using his bait. As this force comes towards him, um, he stops the pedal, and these electric towers begin to activate, but they short out. Well, yeah, because he has the Ernie Vol, uh, you know, volume pedal, and the string broke. <laughs> <laughs> what? A, what a deep cut. Um, yeah, it's true. They short out, and it's uh, it's not working. His plan's not working. So he he quickly runs inside the house, shuts the door. He takes the trap. He hides it in this compartment under the floor. He sits in his chair and he waits. He's got his little PKE meter. Um, some eerie fog fills the room. His PKE begins to light up. The arms of it come up. And if you're not familiar with the original Ghostbusters movie, I highly suggest you watch that first. Um, yes, you have to. You have to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that device is is what you use to tell you when a ghost is there and you can't see it. Yeah, so the it's arms. Been- it's basically like the high tech cross. They should have just walked into the the cave where Jesus was, and like it went <laughs> three days later. They, they're like he the wasn't there. That's not what this meter says. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's 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 freaking it's like, out. You know, as this fog fills the room, and he's then attacked by the chair. Um. And you know, very again reminiscent of the first movie with Dana Barrett. Uh, Pete Gay meter falls to the floor, turns off. A spirit orb is seen leaving the house from outside. Back in the house, the meter activates again, alluding to a new ghost nearby. And that's when I did my first tear cry. Yeah, yeah. It was beautifully done, man. We knew he was gone. (sighs) But is he really gone? Well, in this universe, no. It's the movie's called Afterlife, so... Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's a movie about ghosts in the afterlife. I mean, no one's really gone. (laughs) Yeah, they're just, you know... We'll, we'll see. Um, we then meet Callie, played by Carrie Coon, and her kids. By the tr- way, I'm sorry, I had to but, jump in because I've yeah. been waiting for this all day. Okay, the little little test. How many movies have we done that Carrie Coon's been in? 
Oh my god! Uh, I don't know. I, did I win? <laughs> that answer is correct. <laughs> the answer is correct. That's a tough question because we've been doing this for a long time. We have. Um, was she in multi- the original Ghostbusters movies? No, she was not. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say three. You got it. Yes. What three? Yep. Infinity War just... and Endgame. She's Proxima yeah. Midnight. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. So yep. what's the third? This, this one. Oh, I thought, I thought you said before this we did no, three. three total. Three total. That's the girl that hangs out with uh, Thanos? Yeah, she's part yeah, of like, she's the Yeah, she's one crew. of the three, like the so three horsemen. Or we've done her, she's been in more movies because she was also in Ragnarok at the very end. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, you're right. You're right, Joe. Thank you. So, mm-hmm. so four is the answer. You're absolutely right. I didn't think about you that. Sneaky yep. bitch. Yep. Yeah. And she was great in The Leftovers. She's the mom in The Leftovers. Oh, that's where I recognize you. I fucking hated that show. I oh, absolutely I hated show. that show so absolutely much. I loved it. It's the I one HBO they, show I couldn't fucking... I mean, I watched the entire thing, but they I couldn't fu- watch it. They fucked it up. I'm not lying. They fucked it up at the end. Like, they left so much shit hanging. Like, they made Lost look like it wrapped up in a neat, neat little bow. But I just dug the whole vibe of that. That existential shit got me. You know? And that's like a larger, it. that's like a larger picture here because I get made fun of in the house because um, like a lot of my favorite movies have to do with that, like afterlife and, you know, ghosts. And I get emotional when I watch movies about people coming back, like even like, you know, Guardians 3 oh, yeah, yeah. when Rocket sees his friends and they tell him to come back or, or Deadpool 2. And I'm like the least, you know, I'm like, you know the fucking atheist but those movies within the context of that being a movie and a story to me they're some of the most beautiful tales told it's it's wish fulfillment you know what i mean it's yeah exactly when you you see that writ large you know especially for guys like you and me you know like not yes religious people it's uh it still falls into the you know the fantasy camp for us but yes it's it's a beautiful notion it is you know so so uh Yeah, she killed it in this movie, Carrie Coon. Yeah, she did. Um, Wasn't she also in Fargo, like the TV series? Yes. That's where I recognized her from. She was. Yes, Along she with, was. Along with aforementioned in uh, Bokeem Woodbine. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, I love yeah, Bokeem yeah. Woodbine, yeah. man. That Bo- guy's good in everything that he does. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Although, yeah. for some reason, he always looks like a more serious Dave Chappelle. A <laughs> 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 oh, more serious <laughs> Yes. Ever since him, I think that, I'm like, oh, Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet uh, the kids. So she's got two kids, Trevor, played by Finn Wolfhard of Stranger yes. Things fame, and Phoebe, played by McKenna Grace, who gave the best child actor performance yes. I've seen this side of, you know, the, uh, Dakota Fanning. And, you know, yeah. like it's, it's really fucking good. I'm with you. I'm with you. She's fantastic. And then I, watching the closing credits, I'm listening to the song Haunted House, and that's her. That's Holy her. shit, her voice. Yes. Yep. Holy yep. shit. Like Talented she ass kid. Mm-hmm. Like that's not just an actor that decided to sing. No, no. She's, she's like she's she's a little killer, man. A fucking she's, superstar. And and then, you know, having seen her in this movie, I was like, wow, that was such a strong performance from a kid. She's so funny. Like her timing is mm-hmm. so good. But then I saw her in Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, what the fuck? I know, fuck? Like, I know, Esther. I yeah. thought she was a good actor. She's a fucking great actor. No, she man. is. She And you're right, to to liken her to Dakota Fanning, because they, they don't come along often. 
yeah. Dakota Fanning was that. Like my first, my first view into her was was uh, Man on Fire. Yeah, oh she she was like, and that's where that's what she came on my radar. But but McKenna Grace is like that. She's like yeah. generational, you know, in her in her talent as an actor, as a young actor. So, so they are actually getting. We're in New York City, and they're getting evicted from their apartment. So, Joe, if you want to hit this first clip, we get a little taste of the gang here. Mom, I'm trying to eat breakfast. Almost done. Aw, your mustache is really cunning. Mom! Phoebe! Ow! I'm bleeding! You made me bleed! You'll live. Phoebe! Uh, what are you doing? Neighbor's electricity is running out of phase, so Take I tied off, in and please. bumped us up to 220. Now I can run my lathe. And you didn't think to ask me? I mean, you just demonstrate zero aptitude for science. Uh -huh. Got it. You're better at other things, like quesadillas. Your quesadillas are excellent. Thank you. Now what? Mom! <sighs> really? You don't have legs? I'm not an adult. I'm literally driving to pick up a check right now. You win a lottery? Kind of. My father died. Relax. I didn't even know him. I'm surprised he left me anything. Sounds like my father. Yeah? Did your dad uh, abandon your family and move to a farm in the middle of nowhere? No. Look, I... I know I have not been a reliable or a consistent tenant, but if you can just give me a week to settle some loose ends, I will be back with everything I owe. I can fix that! Listen. I wait for you to leave, then I change locks. So Callie and the crew, they got to get the fuck out of there. And uh, there's a deleted scene where he goes to the next apartment and it's Peter Parker. And he's, you know. Why? Well, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I want my rent. You don't remember that? <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I apologize. That's a great fucking tie-in. I like that. Yes. I like that. I love how you hear the symphonic fanfare in the background that really ties into canon. I'm so glad that, you pointed yes. that out. Yes. Me. Yep. Love that. No, that you're right. It's very important. Um, and they do it well. I agree, Tony. Because I mean, the Ghostbusters franchise gets a lot of love for the Ray Parker Jr. theme song that he stole. Um <laughs> but it's that score, man. That mm -hmm. uh that score Elmer is magical. Bernstein. Uh yes. yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. It's just uh it's it's playful and it's fun. And then it gets exciting when it needs to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, now, Joe, I know you'd never seen this movie before, and and I'm sure we'll get into it more later. But my first fear about this film, when it comes to you, is child actor. Oh yeah, I'm a hundred percent going to shit on this for being a fucking kids movie, which I knew, which I figured going in. And I immediately, the second I saw the girl. Fucking with Electra. I'm like, oh, that's Spangler's granddaughter. Like, it's not even fucking. They didn't. There's no zero surprise or shock. They, well, they, they weren't. They weren't trying to hide it. They I mean, it was, make it. She even had the same glasses. I on know. It was just so people. fucking too much. It was like too much. Like, too, like <clears throat> have a little bit of mystery. Like, I want to reveal later. Like, there's no reveal later. Like, you know it. Like, instantly. It'd been crazy if she was Winston's granddaughter, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. You'd be like, oh yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm the sex no, appeal. You're, 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 that's that's supposed to be a lousily kept secret, man. Like yeah, but I mean, like it was, it's like literally too much right off the bat. 
Well, that it just proves to me though that she was perfectly cast for that role. Exactly. I mean, yes, yeah, she fit the role. She was a good actress, like or actor. I don't know what to fucking say anymore. You don't like the girl Ghostbusters, so maybe I like. Should I say actor or actress? Like, I don't know. But uh, anyways, I'm, I'm going to cancel you. You know, one of my yep. biggest gripes I'll get to later, but I don't typically like adult movies that are actually kids movies. However, mm-hmm. I do like kids movies that are actually adult movies, like okay. Shrek. Yeah, <laughs> like I like movies that look like they should be kids movies, but are actually for adults. Like every Pixar movie too. Like Pixar movies are fucking adult movies, even though they're like marketed to kids. This is an adult movie that's for kids, and that's what drives me crazy. Just like Mandalorian, it's an adult show, but it's for kids. Well, I didn't say this in my just new, but I've seen some new movies this week. Um, I have not seen Oppenheimer yet, but I saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mutant, uh, may, may something mayhem mutant, whatever the fuck, and I saw Barbie. Um, Barbie was kids movie for adults or, or an adult movie for kids. I guess it could be both. And, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was kind of the same thing. Like it was, you know, there was plenty in there for both kids and adults, man. Mm-hmm. So I get what you're saying. And I knew you, I knew you run into this, uh, when I picked this movie, but I was hoping that it would still win you over. I don't think it did. Not um, getting the good vibe. Well, I, I, I will at the end. I'll, I'll I'll make my re um my uh, not review um ratings. I'll make my ratings and things I think they could have done to this movie. Very small changes they could have done that would have really made it higher for me. Okay. Cuz I I think that they miss out on a couple opportunities that could have made this way better. It's not bad. I'm not I just want you to know already. Like don't Wait go into this thinking I'm going to so fucking crush it. Is one of the things that you would change to have the cast of Always Sunny play all the characters? I never thought about that, but yes. Um, Just wondering. Um, I hadn't thought Nailed about it. that, but yes, okay. that would be awesome. All right. Okay. But, but no, Just no, no. Um, my biggest gripe is, I don't want to spoil it, but I think they should have had more of one thing in this movie. Like that should have been much more oh, than it was. Like that wasn't good. enough of that. Like make that about 20 minutes more of that. And I would have been okay. Okay. We'll get, we'll get there. I know what you, I you know, know what I'm you. talking about. I know what you're getting at. Yeah. Um, California love. (laughs) So, uh, so as we heard, Callie gets noticed that her father has passed away in his farmhouse in Oklahoma. So she takes the kids with her to collect anything of value, including the house itself. Uh, Joe, if you want to hit this second clip for me now, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. There's a lot of clips. There's a fucking lot of clips. A lot of them are very short and a few of them are only sounds. They so were really hard to fucking out. pull drops in this one too. I'm like, motherfucker, couldn't you just extend this? Like it's literally, it ends right here and then it starts, picks up six seconds later. <laughs> There's <laughs> like, a reason for that. Made my life difficult. I know that's, that was the reason. <laughs> All right, well, fair enough. As long as you can admit it. <laughs> there it is. This is Somerville. This is where your grandfather lived. And died. <sighs> Come on, not a single bar. There better be a bar. <laughs> that's funny. Love it. All the fucking Joe jokes you can you can handle. Yes, that <laughs> was the kind the, of Joe joke. Yep. Yeah. Except yeah. not not had it doesn't have the same panache as when I deliver them. Well, it's less less vulgar. I think she's got kids in the car. You know what I mean? Like, she yeah. So there. This is just to illustrate to you that they are now in a foreign place. So this is not a New York Ghostbusters movie. It is an nope. Oklahoma Ghostbusters movie. 
It um, is far from banyan trees, so far possible. For yeah, there's trees. no banyan trees in this movie at all, which is a major design flaw. It might be the most uninteresting place on the planet Earth. Yeah. 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 Besides oh, yeah. Buffalo, New York. I don't know if there's a place place in America I would want to visit less than Oklahoma. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, shitty fucking area. It's just the reason reason that they centered this movie in Oklahoma is so people from Oklahoma could feel good that something actually even fictional happened in Oklahoma. (laughs) Now, I was. Isn't isn't it fictional, though? Because wasn't it shot in Alberta? It was shot in Canada. It was. Oh yeah, yeah. it was. You know, yeah. no, you're right. They, yeah, they didn't even give Oklahoma the satisfaction of shooting it there. Well, there was, right. there was too oh, many right, tornadoes Tony. to film there. <laughs> to like, no fuck tax you. credit this is about for you. Oklahoma, yeah. but we're not coming to your state. <laughs> yeah. Um. I will say, I really would have liked it if they made a giant banyan tree ghost trap. Like it opened up and the and the ghost got trapped in the roots. Okay. You know that would have been cool. Is this where you have Eric design some art? Yes, Eric. I want a banyan tree ghost trap. <laughs> No, I'm not going to know. <laughs> yes. That's true. That's a sensitive subject. I don't think Eric's going to do that for you. Look, mm-hmm. it's two like it's two like the most awesome things. Like my favorite tree. You might tree. do cheese before he does that. My favorite I tree will, in will. your favorite that movie. Like offends him. Yeah. And then I'll something Doug cheese. likes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just sad. I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for Joe's birthday to roll around again so I can do chichichi cheese. Okay. Um, but yeah, so already in this movie, um, Jason Reitman does something I think better than his dad. And that's his cinematography it is beautifully shot yes and i mean my man's got some chops he's got some indie movie chops but it is a gorgeous looking movie in a desolate place um so they find this house it is a shit house a shit hole a shit house um it's a dilapidated farmhouse it's full of clutter and mess and as they're looking around they get a visitor someone knocks at the door joe hit that clap can I help you? Um, hi. We're we're the um the This is my father's place. Hi. 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 I'm uh, Janine Melnitz. We spoke on the phone. I, I was your father's. Uh, you, we were friends uh, very sorry for your loss it's okay you've known better than me i should be sorry for your loss <laughs> oh i just tried to keep the bills paid on time that kind of thing like a money manager oh there was no money to manage he could barely keep the power on <sighs> so he left us nothing well i wouldn't say that there is quite a bit of debt <laughs> so janine Melnitz, the Ghostbusters receptionist. Also, um, like, I think we're led to believe that they banged, but like, that's not her mom. Like, did he bang no. someone else? Correct. Well, she's she's older than forty, so it had to be before Ghostbusters. Yeah, but he didn't have a kid in the first fucking movie. Who said that it? you knew of? Yeah, he was busy. If he, he ignored the, if he ignored her all the years from Ghostbusters to now, why wouldn't he have ignored her before? No, that? he ignored her when he left with the fucking everything from the fucking fire station. He, he was never in her life. Yeah. I think this is a he major fucking from... loophole plot hole that they fucking forgot Yo, about. You are reaching for straws yes. that don't exist. My friend, no one ever mentions him having a kid because it wasn't pertinent to the fucking Ghostbusters plot. It would have made no sense to mention he has a kid in Ghostbusters because it wouldn't fucking matter. Uh, you it doesn't you don't, matter you don't that he had know, a kid. He would have worried about getting about the, those guys. He would have worried about his child support and having payments and shit. 
And you maybe that's why he made some of his decisions. But we don't need to know that, Joe. You're reaching. You are oh, reaching on yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. Reaching. Okay. The All only right. thing you learn about any of their personal lives in those movies is that Venkman's kind of a rapist. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. He's a little Uncle Rapey. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we uh, we get to see Janine, and it's a wonderful little moment. And she's uh, still- Annie Potts, yes, yeah. she's a treasure. She is From a Corvette treasure. Summer, yes, Corvette oh, Summer and uh, Pretty in Pink. No, not Pretty. Uh, yeah, Pretty in Pink. She was in Pretty in Pink. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of stuff. She was so great. She it's was so the uh, wasn't she the girl that Ducky ended up with at the end? Yes, yeah, sorta. Yes, okay. exactly. Yes, yeah. They yes. I'm not going to ride my bike by your house anymore. Fuck you, Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ducky. Those are my movies. Oh, yeah, up. Wow. Yeah. So Janine, she walks in, of course, tells him that um, Callie's dad had a lot of debt and a pretty much valueless property. Um, but then the ground begins to shake in what appears to be an earthquake. Family huddles under a table, and that's when Phoebe spots the PKE meter under the chair that her grandfather was in when he died. We also get a, a, a quick shot of some books stacked oh like God. no human would yes. ever stack. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. N- nice yep. Easter egg. Yes. Yeah. This movie, when it came out, there was a little um, pre-feature with the uh, the Reitmans, and they said, you're going to have fun. Like, it's an Easter egg. Yeah. Hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of stuff hidden in the scenery. There's the toaster from Ghostbusters 2. Um there's snacks everywhere we're gonna we're gonna be confronted with all kinds of fucking snacks yes and, and they're all important to the mythology of these movies um so yes there's an earthquake they hide on the table we find the pk meter callie takes trevor and phoebe into town to eat after she admits to them that they'll be staying there for a while until she can figure out what their next move is going to be um they find out that it's not only a small town but like the smallest town <laughs> Like it's fucking unless there's a car chase and then it's a huge town. Yeah, well, you got that main street, buddy. That's the that's the hub. That's the hub of any small town. Exactly. That's where you get your laundry pressed. That's where you go to the movies for a nickel. Come on, man. You know how it is. I uh I went back to New Jersey to the town I lived in. Small town, main street, nothing else. So I relate. Um what town was that? Hackettstown. Oh, okay. Uh, right near Lake Capacon, which is awesome. Yep. Um, so yeah, they go to town, and it's uh, there's like one restaurant, and it's called Spinners. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of knows everybody, and they all know this guy who who died in that house. They call him the Dirt Farmer because there's no evidence that he ever actually grew any crops on the farm. So that was his nickname. He was the Dirt Farmer. Uh, Trevor sees an attractive young girl at the burger place. He's kind of smitten, so he decides he's going to apply to work there. Girl's name is Lucky. She's played by Celeste O'Connor. Mm-hmm. In the days following, Phoebe begins exploring the farm while using this PKE meter. She notices a chessboard with an initial move made, so she makes a move from her side of the board. Was that the Queen's Gambit? Yes. The Queen's Gambit, <laughs> indeed. Oh, and by the way, I can't believe nobody made a fucking, I'm a lead farmer, motherfucker. <laughs> Like, what, well, also, what's like, wrong with us? I, I don't what's know if, wrong with us? if you've been in like anywhere rural, but not every house that's on a farm actually grows crops. Some of them just just like living in the country. Yeah, but he he had a farm. Like there were rows of yeah, that dirt. was a farm. Right? Yeah, like before he owned it, it was a working farm. 
Well, and I mean, let it go to dirt. I'm sure lots of places were farms at one point. <laughs> well, I have I have a theory of why it was just dirt because of the amount of radiation from all the that's equipment. probably true. Yes, yeah. he bleached it. <laughs> that's that's not a bad theory because there is corn. I was saying, he does know, drive like to a giant cornfield. Mm-hmm. But once you get close to his place, man, wheat. it's it's dead. Was it? Oh, it was wheat. Oh, that no. was wheat. That oh. apparently is magical and doesn't get damaged by a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's CGI wheat. You know about yes, that magic it is. CGI it's wheat. It's a CGI car and a CGI wheat. It's yeah. great. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. Uh, that's a good theory, Tony. I didn't think about that, but that's yeah. probably true. There's a lot of talk about how radioactive their yeah. uh, equipment is. Uh, yeah, so... We are now, uh, but, but, but where am I? Oh, Callie starts Phoebe in summer school. And she meets her teacher, a guy by the name of Gary Gruberson. Joe, hit that next clip for me, bud. Good morning, class. How's everybody doing today? My name is Mr. Gruberson. Um, I know. You don't want to be here. I don't want to be here either. Now, apparently... Your uh, school is still operating on VHS, but um, I found this gem in the teacher's lounge. It's great, it's called Cujo. It's about a rabid St. Bernard that, you know what, I don't, wanna, I don't wanna give too much away, but imagine Beethoven if he contracted rabies and just started mauling children. You'll get an idea. Enjoy. I mean, Paul Rudd. <laughs> yep. He brings the Paul Rudd. He's so funny. Yeah. He's got such great timing. Um, and he's a man after my own heart, like showing inappropriate movies to kids. That's my right. I did, I did enjoy that. Well, it's like a carryover from role models then. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> so, yeah, he is the um, summer school teacher and he's just there to collect a paycheck. Like he, he's, you know, he thinks all the kids are dumb dumbs and he's mostly right. Uh, with the exception of this one girl, Phoebe. So he sits in the back doing research on the ongoing tremors in the area because he's not just a substitute teacher or summer school teacher. He's also a seismologist. And he's come to this area to research these crazy readings that don't make any sense. Um, Phoebe also meets a boy in her class who calls himself Podcast. Podcast is... Generic one name Asian kid. All right, check. He's the, he's the. Um, <laughs> That's not racist at all. They don't do that in every fucking movie. <laughs> Say no, the I mean he's this, he's this yeah. generation's short round. No. I say like, this this ain't um Temple of Doom. <laughs> exactly. I, I would I would somewhat agree with you, except that the thing I love that they're doing in this movie is that these kids are mirroring the personalities mm-hmm. of the original yes. Ghostbusters. Yes, exactly. And he's very. Bobs. Yeah. He's all Ray. Yep. All right, so yeah. so real quick, um, going around the circle here. If there there are four of us, uh, mm-hmm. which Ghostbusters would we each be? Eric, you can. I'll let you make make the call. Oh, you're Peter Venkman all day <laughs> <Yeah>. long. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. Minus the rapey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Minus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Wow. I'm just Ignition kidding. Time. Uh, what's what am I holding up here? <laughs> what's on the back of this uh, coaster? Oh no! Don't spike my drink, bro. It's an um, Ewok. <laughs> yeah, you're you're the Peter Vankman. I'm definitely the Winston because I'm the only minority. Um, <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fuck. messed up, dude. Oh, it's true. It's true. I'm just here. If it has a steady paycheck in it, yeah, I'll believe anything you say. I'm a bit of a skeptic. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just a blue collar guy. Um, 
I would have made you the van- the the Spangler. The Spang? No, I got to give Doug the Spangler because glasses. Um, well, yeah, visually, I mean the glasses, sure. Um, but <laughs> he does build Spangler- electronics. Spangler's also my favorite Ghostbuster. He's just got a Aww. he's got a silent wisdom to him that I I feel like Doug uh, sort of encapsulates. And Tony is the race stance because Tony is definitely the most energetic and passionate. And mm-hmm. that's that's all Ray, man. Like mm-hmm. he's bubbling yes. with excitement. When he makes a discovery, he's like a little kid. So I feel Ghost like that's job. <laughs> <laughs> there is yeah, that they, too. Yeah. They did come out with uh Ghostbusters on Blu-ray, but we already know. <laughs> all, all I can picture is he's laying asleep and then his beard just like lifts up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love Ray. Ray's one of my favorite characters. He literally, like, he's always all in, you know, every time Mm -hmm. there's something that pops up. He just dives right into the plan. Yes. Yes, Joe. But that's all Dan Aykroyd. It pops up and he's all in. (laughs) It is all in. All in. Dan Aykroyd just is that character. I mean, he's not even acting. He's he's that excited about all of this shit. All the, you know, (laughs) the paranormal stuff. And, yeah, he's, he's a bit of a special dude. Um, okay. Can I ask about the paranormal? Do you guys believe in ghosts? Because I certainly do in the supernatural realm, anyways. I don't. I do not. I do not. Joe, what about you? Uh, sure. I don't care. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> if they're there, they're there. If they're not, they're not. I believe in like Scooby Doo ghosts. <laughs> well, oh, I did. The there is a... Yeah, it's always yeah. like the janitor. I'm like, exactly. and he would have got away from it if it wasn't for us meddling kids. The town banker. <laughs> I'm sure there's, there's a... something that exists i don't know i don't like I don't even well, think i've seen some shit. stuff that will make you turn white like i'm not even mm. kidding well, <laughs> well i will admit apparently i've seen it too <laughs> if i see some stuff i will change my point of view but i slept okay. i i spent the night in the most haunted house in sweden and not a fucking thing happened those are swedish nothing ghosts they're very happened. polite nothing yeah. happened okay here's because the problem with ghosts so why didn't be... it happen to me there well the thing with ghosts is you can't trust your senses, right? They, yeah, they, there's a, there are hot spots that are, that are very famously haunted. And this one place, I mean, it's, it was verifiable, right? Like everyone who went in this room felt the same way and saw the same thing. What they discovered that was, was Neverland Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was bubbles the chimp. It, it, looked like, exactly. it, it looked like a ghost. I mean, it was pale and didn't have a nose. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> 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 what they discovered was that there was um, some piping or some wiring or something <laughs> that was generating a frequency that it's almost inaudible but it's it's the right frequency to vibrate the optic nerve in your eye mm-hmm. but only for certain people right so you have to be pre predisposition predisposition there and what it does is it creates a sense of panic and anxiety um auditory and visual uh, visual hallucinations so all of the boxes that you would check like oh this is definitely haunted i saw a ghost were checked by a fucking pipe vibrating so mm-hmm. I'm hesitant when it comes to ghosts and the supernatural because if you dig a little deeper in rationality and reality, you usually find um, a reason something seems unexplainable. Yeah. I also do prefer my ghost to have vibrating pipes. So (laughs) nice. Oh my gosh. All those skeletons in your closet, Jay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just waiting for the right one. (laughs) I digress. We got a little serious there. Well, you called me vanking, so I had to vank it up. Yes. Yeah, you definitely. You shocked me. You shocked me. 
Um, <laughs> only the men. <laughs> only the men. Oh only yeah, that's men. important. That's true. He 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 felt a little more woke in that after credit scene. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so Kelly, uh, we, like we said, we started at, at the summer school. We meet podcast. Joe, if you hit this next clip for me, this is podcast. Speeding, three, two, one. She sits alone, an outcast, rejected by her peers. But what is her secret? Perhaps she's on the run. On the run? From herself. And go. Actually, my grandfather died. My mom says we're just here to pick through the rubble of his life. So you're here to uncover the mystery of his death? No. It was natural causes. Are you sure it wasn't unnatural causes? Yes. Pretty sure it was just a heart attack. Oh, a silent killer. I'm Phoebe. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm podcast. Why do people call you podcast? Oh, I call myself podcast because of my podcast. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> people don't call you guys podcast since you're on a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Joe and Tony, you're on like eight podcasts. People don't call you podcast. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you don't love me. You love my podcast style. Yeah, <laughs> we have yet to find our voice in episode forty-six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it takes. That's I mean, this is takes. episode seventy-five, so yeah, is it really? Yeah, the silver episode, nice. It's seventy-five of the movies, not counting master's classes and all the other shit. Ah, uh, right. Oh, so seventy-five of the movies, but like eight hundred episodes. You could oh yeah, if you count each individual. like individual part, and then all the master's classes. We're over two hundred. Okay. Yes. Let's go with that. That's way more impressive than 75, man. What the fuck? What was the 75th movie? Okay. I guess you're right. All right, 75. We found our voice in episode 75, 74. Oh, yeah, we were there by then. <laughs> I think we found it in Tropic Thunder, to be, to be frank. <laughs> that was a turning point for the show. I think so. And not the, not the Jaws episode? Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, that episode was... had a little bit of chopping and screwing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely uh, not the Tombstone episode. Oh. No, we didn't. We didn't find anything in that episode. We, we found, found four Doug's hours. Voice. We found how to make Will get sleep even without a CPAP machine. Uh, that's <laughs> that's just me being a a fanboy of the MOTCU. No, fanboys was the episode RJ did. <laughs> oh my that's god! I'm not talking about Bruno. Um, <laughs> Logan Kim plays podcast. Does a wonderful yes. job. Oh, he's so great. I love his character. Very funny kid, man. Um, he's always recording for his for his show. Phoebe, uh, she moves on to see what Mr. Gruberson's up to in the back and impresses him with her knowledge on seismology and science in general. Um, and her ability to joke and wink. She has some yeah. jokes. Phoebe yeah, has jokes. Does. Yes. Um, this comes into play later. It's very important. Um, but, Joe, I have another quick clip so we get a little bit of a take on what's going on in this town. What is this? Hello. Um, you know, there's a highly entertaining movie about a killer dog happening right over there. Is this a seismic map? Yes. How did you know that? Because it's a map of seismic activity. Right. You're that... a seismologist? Does that seem so hard to believe? Figured you for a football coach. Oh. 
Um, thank you. These don't look tectonic or volcanic. <laughs> okay, Smarty. Here, check this out. This is a volcano, all right? It builds and crests. But this is a tectonic earthquake. Notice a little P wave followed by a large S wave. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. Clearly. Well, this is the pattern in Somerville. Large P wave, small S wave, like an explosion. Where is it coming from? I don't know. I don't know. I, I set up geophones, but I can't triangulate. Are you using three? Yeah. I know how many sides there are in a triangle. I just thought you were being obtuse. Was that a geometry joke? Yes, that's why I winked. Ah, uh, that's terrible. No, I loved it. Yes, I mean, somehow, a town that isn't anywhere near a tectonic plate, that has no underground volcanic activity, no fault lines, no fracking, no loud music even, is shaking on a daily basis. Maybe it's the sure. apocalypse. Oh, sorry, I cut you off, PP. My bad. I will say her sense of humor is drier than any woman who's ever listened to Just Surprise Me. <laughs> you mean drier than Ben Shapiro's wife? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> drier than Melania Trump. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, Lee. <laughs> wow. Joe's knocking the dust off the shelves tonight. I know. He is. Tony's Tony's beard just shrank into his chin. <laughs> that was a lot. Um, yeah, man, she's uh, she's such a smart kid, and I'm a sucker for any movie that celebrates science and girls in science, which is a lot of why I like that 2016 movie. Also, because my daughter loved it, and this does a lot of that. Man, she's just so fucking smart. She's the grown up in the room in these scenes with Paul Rudd. Well, um, oh yeah, it's Paul Rudd. So of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, Paul Rudd is a, a big part of that equation too. Um, as we cut back to the other kid, Trevor, he doesn't get fleshed out quite as well as Phoebe, but we find out that he's really into cars because of his T-shirt collection, and <laughs> <laughs> he finds the legendary to us, but not that big a deal to him, Ecto One in the barn under a tarp. And his reaction to it is exactly what you would hope. And it is this quick clip. What a shit box. <laughs> sounded like my 15 year old when he got his first car. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did a great job. I mean, it looks like hell. It looks like, you know, an old Cadillac that's been sitting in a barn for a long time. And, uh, it's my favorite iteration of the car, the rust and all that. Like it just, it's, it's really, really well done. Um, God, it's, it, it's, it, it makes me tear up thinking about it, man. It's like a rep, a visual representation of my own aging body. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're going to find Eric in a barn find. Uh, you might yeah. I look at that original Ecto one and the 1984 film. I was born the following year. So that's so what do you, what are you saying though? Is that the, the rusted hulks outside the barn of me? No, no, Doug, you're like a <laughs> rest. You're like one of those, you, the, you're like one what? of those chip foos resto mods where you like, yeah. getting like all fixed oh, up and go. like, Thank you know, you. like yes. a modern vintage. 
Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. the LS swap. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. I appreciate that. Thank you. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Put some twenties on it. <laughs> and then in the new <laughs> interior, new trim. Oh yes. Yeah. Because Doug, see, it doesn't matter that you're older than I am. Your trajectory is a positive one, and mine is a downward. Oh, slope. you, you just know what I mean? Stop it now. You probably so. most physically fit of all of us here. But you know, nah, um, I don't know. Tony probably is. Yeah, that's true. Tony's that's looking scary. good, man. Tony does oh, look thanks. good. You're right. Tony Tony's in good shape. And I'm just wearing a headband. That doesn't mean I'm physically fit. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, that's 20% of being physically fit is the outfit. Of course. Yeah. This is like a uh, running shirt too. It's like vented in the back. Yeah. I wear running shoes. Does that mean anything? (laughs) (laughs) I might not run in them, but. So this first chapter of the movie sets up a lot of exciting things. And I hope you join us on part two of Ghostbusters Afterlife. There's a lot of stuff coming up after we find the car. We find, uh, I mean, we got the crew together. Let's see what they do with it. Hi, friend. Uh, this is Eric Pabone, and I'm here to talk to you about art of Eric Pabone. That's what I do. You may be familiar with some of my work. Um, you know, I've drawn some weird shit for Tom and Dan, semantics just generally for people around town or you might be familiar with my work from this show where my co-host Joe uh, makes weird fucking commission requests all the time you can make weird fucking commission requests that's right hit me up uh, visit artofericpabone.com or find me on social media at artofericpabone and I would be happy to for money of course draw anything your twisted heart desires. Again, that's artofericpabone.com. 